Oh, it's it's a very good mic. It's a uh, like twenty bucks on Amazon. No, no. Uh, there really should not be Stage. any barrier to starting your own podcast. Actually, I encourage people to start their own yeah, um, if you have the time. That's kind <laughs> of the idea of this whole thing. Actually, that local voices will be in every city. Um, but more importantly, today we have here Elliot. Mm-hmm. Elliot, uh, we met on the track. So. I've been part of a lot of run clubs in my life, especially in San Francisco. I was part of like three or four that, you know, were really the key to to my mental health, to be honest. Just, you know, uh, running with friends was almost like I a drug, almost like a great, you know. I, I just basically, when I moved to Miami in April, mm-hmm. it was very tough to not be in a run club. And so I finally was like, all right, you know what, I'm going to go to the track and I'm just going to go make some friends and find some people working out. And I went and I found your crew. And uh, you guys told me about the app, and, uh, and then I came to the next workout on Thursday, the wind down run, and we chatted. We we did a little warm up. We pretty much did the first part of this interview. You told me your story, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I don't want. I have a pretty bad memory, so we're just gonna start from the top again. <laughs> like, no I, so yeah. I mean, uh, Elliot, what's your story? Why are you in Miami? So I ended up in Miami on a track and field scholarship to Florida International University. Um, this was about 22 years ago, in 1998. And after graduating from college, I just made Miami my home. And I've been living here since then. Huh? And so, what uh, like, what was your your peak of your, like, your career as a runner? Like, was there a certain race that you remember winning, or? Um, let me see. Actually, in high school was most of my, where I see most of my success because I stand out a lot for the distance, for the race that I did. Like for example, in high school in the 800 meter, I ran 152 in the 800. And I ran, well we didn't do the mile in high school in the Caribbean, we did the 1500 meters and I did 354 in the 1500 meters and for high schooler those are very fast time yeah what 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 a caribbean island is it again antigua and barbuda it was a british colony okay but it's it's like its own country in the olympics and everything yes we gained independent in 1981 and from since then we have had our own flag have our own national anthem but we still follow somewhat of a British influence because we do have a governor general and we have a prime minister rather than a president. Okay, so you've taken on a lot of like English customs. That's yeah. a pretty like recent independence. So yeah. you haven't really had that many Olympics. Have, has there been an Olympian from your... Yes, yeah. we, have, we have had a few. I okay. remember a couple, yeah. You have any mostly, like... Mostly sprinters. Yeah. Mostly sprinters, yeah. Is there a big track culture there? Like all yes, the kids? Yes, yes. That's the track and soccer and cricket are the three sports that basically dominate the island. And remember, it's an island. It's not a. It's a very small island. How many tracks are there on the island? One. There's one track. <laughs> yeah. It's the place to be then. Man. It's yeah. like, especially yeah. for uh, the country is only nine by nine miles by twelve miles. So. Oh my God! That's so the population. And the it's population. like South Beach almost. Like, exactly. It's like Miami Beach. Like, yeah, and the track. So you're at home here. You're like exactly. <laughs> the population is only. 
80,000. Yeah. So everyone in that country can hold in the uh, in the Dolphin Stadium or whatever stadium is called now. I don't know what they they changed the name of that stadium so much. I don't remember what it's called now. But the one the stadium that the Dolphins play in, the whole of the country can hold in that. Yeah. In that stadium. And do they have they had gatherings with everyone? No. No. <laughs> no. But I'm just giving you an idea of the size of the country. Yeah. Awesome, man. Did you, uh, what made you, like, love, love running when you were a kid? Is there, did you have any, like, role models, any, like, famous runners that you liked a lot? Honestly, I think I got suckered into it. I got suckered into it. So, I, I started running when I was 12 years old. And then that first year, after three months, I quit. And then the second year, I got back into it. And then when I got back into it, the, um, it was, we have something that they call sports day, but now I look back at it, it's not sports day, it's basically national recruit day, where they just recruit you based on the sport that you're good at. Because they just have, for a whole week in March, they have all of the all of the kids go out, and basically that's my understanding. They have all of the kids go out and <clears throat> and try out different sports and then if you're good at any of those sports they basically convince you force you to keep on participating in that sport some people continue some people don't even if they're good or not and i just got hooked yeah so a little bit of pressure you know just to keep following what your gift was, you know, that you felt like you had, well, you had just people pushing you at that point. And, and, you know, it's when you, when you have either nothing or, you know, something, you have a coach who, who wants you to succeed, like, you know, you take, you accept the challenge, right? You accept yeah. the call. Yeah, because it was more of what I call dangling the carrot in front of me all the time. Because honestly, at that age, I didn't even know that there was something called college or university. I have three brothers that are older than me and out of the three of them, two of them dropped out of high school. None of them ever went to college or anything like that. So my parents didn't go to college. I'm a first, a first generation college grad. So I didn't even know college exists, honestly. And then my equivalent of sophomore year in high school, my coach started telling me, oh, if you do get good grades, you could possibly get this you could possibly go to college and I'm like sir my parents are not going to pay for no school no college it's it's not possible for them to pay for it they're not financially good enough to pay for that he's like no 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 you don't understand you'll get a scholarship I didn't know what the scholarship was so I don't I had no idea what he was talking about and Google wasn't around for me to Google it when he told me about it but I went home to some research and he keep it and he told me about it. And I like the idea. So I worked towards it. Yeah. And and so basically out of school there was quite a period before, you know, we'll get to that you starting the app, but like you what what kind of industry did you go into like in America afterwards? So I worked for a non profit organization for either four or five years after college. So like in early 2000s, like 2003, 2002, somewhere around there, to probably 2005, yeah. I worked for a non-profit organization. 
and within a couple of years I end up becoming the executive director I guess it's because of my lead leadership value but then I realized that there was too much pressure from above even though you're an ex the executive director to tell you how to do it and what to do so I'm like you know what I'm just going to start doing my own thing and once it's able to substitute my then income I'm just going to go off on my own honestly I didn't know what I wanted to do but I'm like you know what I can't do this I can't be be caged because I have a lot of I noticed I had a lot a good leadership value and a and good knowledge from being get becoming the executive director. So I started a tech company in two thousand five. This is before your iPhone came about. This is before your Instagram and Facebook and all those social media came about. I saw it. I saw all that coming. I didn't have a degree in technology. My my bachelor's degree is ex actually in exercise physiology and my master's degree is in exercise science but I just took a dive and said you know what I'm going to start a tech company because all of the direct everything was pointing at tech is going to be the next big thing so I just went head in took some course some um, some post grad course and how to get my tech foot wet and I was already interested in technology so it was, I don't want to say easy for me to start a tech company, but it was a challenge and I like challenge, so I started it. What did this tech company do? So the name of my tech company is New HPC, and I have nine employees right now, and we do home theater installation, we do music in stores, restaurants, audiovisual, and, and then in home, the residential location we do like smart homes where we automate the home so you can basically speak to Google or Alexa to control the lights, the window shades, basically whole home automation, the music, good stuff, high end stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you you work with like you know, like ballers. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do. But do they run? Are they runners too? Do you recruit any of them to come around with you? No, most of them don't even know that that that, that I run. Because remember, the app only. I only started the app when I I I turned forty, and and my wife and I decided, you know what, we're not gonna have any kids. So I'm like, you know what? Then I need something to occupy my time. Because if you don't, if you are not busy, then you find stuff, other stuff to do that is not productive. So I'm like, you know what? If we're not gonna have any kids. Let me start something else. Let me find out what I'm passionate about and I'm going to start something that I'm passionate about. And since I already had knowledge of tech and I'm passionate about running and I've been a runner for 30 years, I'm like, why not just combine both? Should be easy. Mm. So that's what I did. I combined, combined my 15 years of tech knowledge with my 30 years of running and come up with the run at it mobile app. So where was the first like spark idea like when you're like oh I need to create this app? You know I was <laughs> I was running with some friends like I want to say it was about 2016 and I asked them oh who, I asked them who was the fastest runner in Miami last year and no we couldn't answer that question 
we could we could answer that question and then I keep on asking like different questions and nobody could have any answer. I'm like, man, this the running community is like a small community, but nobody knows who is doing what. You'd show up at the race and you're like, Oh, you're doing that race too? Oh, you're doing that race, oh we could have trained together for the whole for the last three months to prepare for the same race. We run the same pace. Why are we everybody's like doing their own thing? So I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I remember in college, if you are preparing for a race, basically you train together to prepare for the same race. But after post-college, it seems like everybody just do their own thing and just suffer by themselves. And I know after being on a team all of my high school and college years that you get and reach to your potential easier if you do it as part of a team or part of a group. So that's why I decided to start the Run Cup to help people achieve their ultimate fitness goal because I know they can achieve their ultimate fitness goal better if they do it with a group or part of a team. Mm. Well, a lot of people don't even have goals, man. <laughs> like, like uh, that's the thing. You have to like spark, create that space where the belief starts to come in. I mean, exactly. You tell me, oh, Simeon, like I can help you reach your dream, and like I haven't even like started thinking about that. I mean, no, like, yeah. I want to. My next, my next milestone is a, a marathon. I've done a bunch of half marathons. Yes. But I was, I'm always waiting for like the right scenario. You know, I'll do it once. I'll do it someday. Whatever. I'm waiting for the everything to line up, like the the training group, well, you know, this the, is, the training runs. This is this is what the run at the app does. That the run at the app create that motivation and create that spark. And basically, once you get your foot wet, because we have so much testimonies and so much people that they're saying, like one guy just posted recently on Instagram. He has been running with us for, I want to say six months now, and. Well, he started his weight loss process with um, like maybe three months before that. And he already dropped 55 pounds. So his goal wasn't to like compete in the Olympics. His goal was just to get in shape. And once he get hooked, and this guy lives in Miramar, which is about 25 miles in here. And he drives down from Miramar twice a week to, to do the Saturday morning long run and the Thursday evening track workout simply because he's getting he's seeing results yeah no i mean it's definitely life-changing to find that group there's i'm sure you you noticed like miami does have the nike run club which is like when i saw those pictures because i was in san francisco we have a bunch of run clubs but most of them you know there's one midnight runners which is also global and they're awesome they are huge in europe you know in san francisco they reach like uh you know sometimes like 40 50 people but when I saw the on Instagram, like the Nike Run Club, like the hundreds of people in the Brickle and South mm-hmm. Beach running together, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to make so many friends. I'm so excited. <laughs> and then I moved here right during COVID and all that shut down. So I felt super blocked for a while. I was like, I just got to wait this out till I can run with friends again. And uh, I even like tried starting this. Actually, I did. I, I started this, this run club to try to do my own run on Meetup. And uh, the first time around, it didn't really, no one really joined. Um, but we'll get to that later. I actually resuscitated my efforts, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big run clubs. How do you see yourself competing with like the Nike run club once they're back active? Um, I don't even see myself as competing against them because my ultimate goal is to get people active. And if they're active through the Nike run club, basically I'm achieving my goal. So I wouldn't even mind 
promoting the Nike, the Nike Run Club in the app because that's the goal. The goal is to get more people active because the more people that are active, our health insurance costs will go down. We won't have to worry if another pandemic happened because we have so much more healthier people and it would just be a better place to live in. What's your mission statement for that? Well, it's basically people helping people to achieve not only the ultimate fitness goal, but happiness. Because you can see from the photos that I repost on our Instagram page, people are really enjoying themselves when they, they're able to exercise and get around people that have high energy. Because that energy definitely penetrates others if you're not a person with high energy. So Yeah, no, it's contagious. And yeah. everyone knows that runner's high is even greater yeah. whenever you know, you're surrounded with other people who are high as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this whole rave culture, you know, Miami knows all about it. That's why we have such big uh, run clubs here. But uh, no, it's, I mean, it's like a lot of people who, who are maybe listening to this uh, someday, you know, life can get you down, but there's one easy cure. It's just the run club with people, man. Like yeah. even you can go play, I played basketball yesterday. I went, you know, I usually go on Sundays, play basketball, play basketball right here in the park. Mm-hmm. You know, I made a friend, I played some pickup, you know, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It was a little more adversarial, you know, in a run club, it's always like, Hey, we are accomplishing this together. And yeah. it's like, this, it, almost a lot of sports can't match. Definitely tennis can't match. For example, like, <laughs> I like playing tennis once a week, whatever. But when I play tennis, it seems a little, it's very like an introverted sport. Like you're all the way across from another guy, you know, like <laughs> my favorite mantra when I play tennis is just like, um, like bless him, bless him, bless him. I try to like make sure I have no negative thoughts about the guy. You know? <laughs> so, like bless him, bless him, bless him. And then I, sh- and then I hit my shot. So You're like, I try and just like counteract that feeling of like adversary or just like competition where, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely not a feeling of togetherness tennis. It, very little. I mean, you could do doubles, but basically the feeling of togetherness that basically, especially in our world today mm-hmm. in America and in, in the, in the developed world where we feel so isolated, mm-hmm. that, that's the biggest problem today. I'm reading this book right now called uh, Together, and it's like by the yeah. old Surgeon General of the United States. And when he like did went to town halls and and tried to find out what the biggest problem, health problem in, in the U.S. was, you know, people would cite certain conditions, you know, like lung disease, like you know, heart disease, whatever. But loneliness was the one that everyone agreed with, and yeah. and everyone got excited when they're like, yeah, this is our problem. So the Run Club for me is like a way. It's like almost like it's like a non-negotiable for me. Like it's it's in my schedule at least, at least twice a week, ideally, that I do that. Um, and so, you know, I went to your run. Um, I'm not gonna lie. There's one of my favorite things about run clubs is when I know it's a little hard with COVID, but like when we circle up and then share our name or something about ourselves, like an icebreaker, like yeah, that that's really powerful, you know. And I know you yeah. said, oh, everyone knows you. You were on that chat, but like, there's something <laughs> about introducing yourself yeah, yeah. and then saying something about yourself that's like we do that, it, yeah. it's huge man and, and the more you can try to incorporate that uh, i know it's harder the bigger the groups are um but there's something special about everyone kind of sharing each other's names uh and so i, I like to do that in, one in of the, the things we 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 do or we have done in the past is like basically turn to someone next to you and, and um, introduce yourself but obviously since covid we don't incorporate that because we don't want someone to feel uncomfortable having to basically talk to someone without a mask and all that so 
Yeah, we we tried to. You're forgiven the for the COVID. Phase. Yeah, yeah. We we try to we try not to make it so. We we still meet as a group, but we try not to make it so intermingled. Right, right. No, yeah, totally. Now is a different time to yeah. then, but ideally, yes, you know, more even more togetherness and 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 kind of sharing, but. Yeah, man. So, um, no. Otherwise, the workout was great, and uh, I know you said part of the app is, uh, you know, for people who really are kind of not aggressive towards reaching their goals, but they they're like, you know what, I want to make a big step here. You know, I want to like mm-hmm. commit, and a way to commit is often with money, right? You're saying like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to hire a coach, or yeah. I want someone to push me, or you know, I want to. So you have a, a, a like an advanced premium version of your yeah, app, yeah. Right? So we have an elite membership part of the app that if you want to be if you want a coach to give you a structured plan then you can sign up for the elite membership and the elite membership basically you'll be assigned a head coach an assistant coach and what you get with that plan is a daily routine that you should follow based on whatever goal you're trying to achieve and also we will help improve your running form we'll also put you in in touch with not only our nutritionists but our psychologists because a lot of people knows that running is mental and sometimes you can go through a phase in a race or a run that basically like why am I doing this? Am I crazy? Why am I putting myself through this? So those to get you past that stage and also we have different special workouts like we have yoga session for runners we have um hit for runners those special event classes is free if you're an elite member also right if you're not then it will pay but we haven't had much of those since covid but we're slowly but surely bringing it back so at first i mean it's still i, I checked out your website like the, the whole free training plan if you tell me your goal like that I tried it on the app. I couldn't find it anywhere. Is that is that it's now a premium run version? Run fit method. No, it's it's there. If you if you click and run at a fit method, basically it gives you a, um, a generic one of what you should do each day. So every day, if you go to the calendar, it will tell you like today you should work your heart zone, um, like orange, red, green, depending on the day. Okay, so, I think what uh, what I'm excited to see is. You know, collectively, Miami looking at you know a nearby race as like, hey, Miami Marathon, whatever next marathon is is active, being like, hey, you know, calling you know challenging people to join, yeah. join the the team training for that, and, yeah. and I think that is training for a marathon, training for a half, training for whatever milestone you want to hit. That is something where I can see this app really, really yeah. you know bringing people together in pursuit of that. Yeah, that was the objective until everything just yeah. For everybody, just just the dominator just falls and every and then we have to reshuffle and then figure out how we can pivot and keep moving towards our goal. But yes, th- we have that feature in the app. It's just not something that we are pushing and promoting because there's no really race to prepare for at the moment. Right. Yeah. So with your uh, like your premium tier, like nutritionist, I was kind of curious uh, about your diet. Like, what do you as a runner? Like, what is what is your favorite source of energy? You know. My diet has gone through changes as I age. When I was in my teenagers, I didn't give a damn of what I eat. I just eat anything that was available. When I was in my 20s, I 
eat more based on what was available. And then in my 30s, I start becoming more picky of my eating. And then now in my 40s, I'm way strict about what I eat because I realize more and more what you put in your body definitely affects your performance. Like before I used to be able to eat like meat, chicken, whatever, and the next day go for a run with no problem. I realize now if I do that, the next day, it, it my, my energy level is not the same as if I just eat more plant-based the day before. Mm-hmm. So now my diet consists more of plant-based. I only eat animal product, well, animal protein. Well, I, I definitely don't even eat meat anymore. So I only eat a little bit of chicken or fish maybe twice a month, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian, but I just don't eat animal products a lot because I really realize that there is an adverse effect when I do. Yeah, and I only use my gut. So. You're flexitarian. I'm a flexitarian. Oh, Mac, here, Mac here, co-host, also a flexitarian. Uh, yeah. You're flexible, but you you're, uh, you definitely have your your values and yeah. in place in terms of what what you know is good for you. Yes. But uh, yeah, so when it comes to plant based, is it a lot of beans, corn? Like, what is it? A lot of beans, lentil, lentil peas, and quinoa, and hummus, and I eat a lot of dry nuts, like peanuts, almond, cashew. Mac Those here, stuff. his protein source is like, he finds his butters, like at least nut butters, and like, Not that's his protein source. Butter. I'm like, I how like do you keep butter. a lean muscle mass? With, I, eat, with, with, I, like, I love with, peanut butter. <laughs> what is your main protein source? I mean, lentils have protein. Lentil, yeah. lentil and black beans. As my main food. Is that so, all the amino acids? Isn't there like some something you're missing? Something? And then I put I put um, nutritional juice on it, on my on my nutritional juice. It's it's I can send you it's it. It's a product. It's a product that sells in they sell in Trader Joe's that fortify your food with the missing B vitamin products okay. that you need. All right, this is interesting. I know you probably cook most of your meals, but oh, this is a podcast about Miami. Is there any like vegan spot or any food out there that you that you really like? They have they have a um, restaurant downtown called Mana Life. Mana Life. Yeah, they're completely vegan because the lady herself has a problem with animal product. The the chef, so everything there is vegan, and she has a wide selection of product that you can. Yeah. That's that when you eat it, it you, you actually think that it's not. Yeah, it's so much like the animal product that you, you don't even know that you're not eating animal. Yeah, no, it's getting better and better that industry yeah. of the fake meat. But you know, maybe I'll I'll ask her to come on the podcast. She, uh, yeah. I'm I'm basically over two currently on uh, people eating my chili because my chili, <laughs> you, hey, my chili, yeah. it's actually plant completely like vegan man. Like I use really? beyond beyond meat in there. And, yeah, uh, I'm not a real big fan of Beyond Meat. No. I, I ate it a few times and it leaves an aftertaste that I, I Not I in the chili, though. You can't taste uh, it in the chili. Uh, but one thing I learned is I got to always ask people the one to ten spiciness, you know, because I tend to be on the, the higher end of that. But uh, not everyone can really take the spices. I can I can handle it. I, don't, I just don't choose it, but I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to be a pioneer here in Miami, getting people eating chili. But the chili has like 20, 30 different then you, then you need vegetable to, Then you need to start, find all the Mexicans and then <laughs> use them to brancho because in every meal they eat, they, they have to ask for chili. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> fermenta. Well, someone someone out there in Miami comments on this podcast, the first funniest comment well, uh, I'll, I'll come personally deliver some chili because there's always leftover chili. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about chili is like free flow and there's no like, oh, I only <laughs> made this many portions. You brought you, a friend, I know, can't serve you. I don't even think chili, well, maybe I'm not just hanging out or hanging around the, the rice crowd or the rice, but I don't think chili is that popular anymore. <laughs> I, I was born in Texas. I ate a lot of Tex-Mex. Yeah, but like, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. But chili, I don't think it's that much popular anymore. There's a, you'll understand when you eat my chili, though. People <laughs> out there, because like, there's a certain, I mean, there's a certain accompaniments to it. Like, I fly in these, back the chili. fly in these tortilla chips from uh, San Francisco, Sabor uh, Mexicano. Shout out! They're like the best uh, tortilla chips, like black blue corn tortilla chips that you can find. And uh, you know, there's all these. I I, I eat it during the week for lunch I put a fried like an egg on top mm-hmm. and then I have like lettuce on the side and then I anyway I just feel amazing after <laughs> I'm addicted he's to it he's very passionate about his chili it does take like two, <laughs> it takes like two three hours but uh, anyway what I'm also passionate about is uh, so last week we had we had the, our pizza the best pizza in Miami uh, true uh, Napolitan actually from Napoli and, and he, and he um, Giovanni, Giovanni Giovanni from La Legenda he flies around the world like teaching uh, how to make the best uh, Neapolitan pizza. And uh, I love his pizza, especially like on a Saturday night, usually. Mm-hmm. Like if I, you know, go party, have fun. Like I like settling my stomach with like, literally like an eighth of one of his margaritas, like, like a, a half of a quarter slice. And the reason I especially do that is because when I wake up in the morning, like, I don't know, it kind of like catalyzes everything and I'm, I'm ready to run. So one of my favorite things is a Sunday morning run. And I've been doing it forever, and, and in San Francisco. Oh, I saw you created that one up. Oh, you saw it. So yeah. I, okay, I so I'm testing it out. It so <laughs> it worked. I didn't even time to check. So basically, the story is in San Francisco. There was this amazing run club where uh, uh, we would run around the Golden Gate Bridge in the park uh-huh. there, Presidio. It was it's one of the most beautiful runs you can do uh, in the Presidio Park. And uh, every Sunday at ten, there was different people there who'd show up and. Uh, also a community of people who kept going and so we would always just you know we would almost it's almost like our Sunday church right in this mm-hmm. day and age where it's a bit more secular and there's less people going to church for me that that's my church when I meet with like good healthy people who like look each other in the eyes and, and care about each other and then go running um, you know mm-hmm. around a seat and then the way you feel afterwards and yeah. you combine that you know about that so my, for me Sunday morning is a special time to do that and so um, I know you have some events on Run Addict that are really early in the morning, Sunday, like seven, eight o'clock. There's even like a hit training. Mm-hmm. But for me, like a, a long run on a Sunday, like not a long, but like a, a six mile run is just like so healing for me that I actually started a meetup group. I restarted that same meetup group, but I changed it to Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess yesterday, Sunday was the first uh, first time someone actually showed up. So people will, will like RCP and then I'm like, hey, text me if you're actually coming. And so it was like 10.05 and this guy was like, hey, did you guys leave yet? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I, I rolled out of bed and like went over to and we, we ran. This guy, my friend uh, Oscar, he, he actually drove like an hour to come to this and, and because he was feeling like he wanted to challenge himself and, and kind of like he wanted to heal, honestly. So he had some stuff going on in his life and, you know, he, want, he needed someone to push him. So 
Um, we ran like three miles, I, and he was, you know, we were stopping, and I was pushing him, and then eventually he got like a blister, and we just had to walk back um, all the way. And so we basically, you know, chatted together, and and, and it was gave respect to each other, and it was it was great. And so that was so such a healing feeling for me just to to have spent that time talking instead of you know rah 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 tiesto like mm-hmm. more let your house music by myself. Um, I yeah. just I need that conversation while I run. Yeah, I, yeah, and. I, I some people that use that started running just used to bring their headphones and then after like the first or second run they just disbanded the headphone and realized that it's more enjoyable if they're communicating with someone rather than have the music just blasting in their ears yeah throughout the run. oh my Honestly. god i mean i i i well i, I know i'm going to be aging myself as some old but i, I started running at a time when if I decided I was going to run with music, I would have to run with like a this man and it won't work because it will skip. So I never got used to running with music. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I prefer to just hear, hear my heartbeat and listen to the birds or whatever it is that's making noise in the morning, whether it might be the garbage truck or anything. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not a, a music person while, when I'm running. I like to hear my thoughts. Yeah. When I'm at the gym, yes. But when I go running, you know, once in a while I'll do my own little 5K quick, you know, have some music, whatever. But there's something special about actually listening to your city, your surroundings, like yeah. noticing the birds. Like, you know, you really notice so much more when you're not, you know, distracted by, you know, ultra yeah. 2000, never, <laughs> 2000, never. I, and there's also like a, kind of a lack of new good running house music <laughs> because of COVID. There's been like a little bit of a, a shortage but anyway there's something special about running with people and having a conversation and the, and the run goes a lot quicker that way too i mean it's, yeah and, and so you know all about that i mean in your app i saw there's you can see all the runners near you and yes, you can even message idea. you can see their their pace yep, and you can idea. message them directly so i know there's a lot of people out there who are going to be a little shy to reach out i tested it out i reached out to some random guy on there uh like two hours ago mm. still haven't heard back i'm not going to worry about it but what mm. i'm saying is like there's that that's open to people, but I think that's people, most people will be a little bit shy to do that. And that's why we decided to start. The, that's why we do the groups also because what what we have realized that the group is like the icebreaker, yeah. similar to you saying introduce your names and anything. I don't want to consider. So basically, it's like virtual to reality. So you start the conversation. You you found this app online, and then you show up in reality, meet the person. And then you start, you can go back to virtual, talk to the person, and then go back to reality rather than just staying all virtual. Mm. That's why, that's one of the things that we, we try. We, we, we follow what a lot of the social media does, and we try to reverse engineer some of it because we realize that a lot of people say they don't have time but they spend so much freaking time on social media, so they're lying. They have time. <laughs> they're just not utilizing their time properly. Yeah, you think like, hey, go on your phone, show me your uh, your screen, your yes, screen stats. Yes. Oh, you spent this much time here. Yes, oh, exactly. You know how long one of our runs takes? Uh, okay. Just an hour, exactly. So that's what, so in the app we try, that's why we, um, one of the features we have in the app, if you go on someone's profile and say, um, you should, the, the next person profile, ask the person to work out with you it's like force we try to force people to work out to like put the freaking phone down and go and burn some calories yeah <laughs> so 
All right, so in the app, so there's yeah. there's all the people, and there's the workouts that you know you sponsor or whatever that yes. you have running. And so I was like, all right, so I, I have this meetup group that occasionally people show up to, mm-hmm. but I really want to like I want I, my dream is to have you know uh, you know it is COVID, it. but like with even within COVID, I want like 10, 15 people who who are on who can meet up and, and find someone on their pace and, and at least have that gathering every Sunday to kind of go running together. Um, now that the weather's amazing as well, so. I tried it out. So what I, I created, I, I said, first of all, I said, all right, there's a track, but there's also the center of Flamingo Park. So I suggested to create that as a meeting spot that you right. might you might accept soon or, or whenever. Yes. And then I also, I saw you could say, you know, create, request a free workout or something or just design a workout. Yeah. So I did that. And yeah. so you saw it. And so you said you you approved it. Like, what? where does that, where do people see that? I didn't approve it then. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't approve it because I usually contact the, the person that, put in the application basically to vet them to make sure that it's a safe that first I, I, I vet the location to make sure it's a safe location and then second I contact the person but since I was gonna come and see you I didn't contact him like okay I can talk to him when he gets there but then we contact the person to see what the idea is to make sure it's a it's a legitimate person and it's not a person that's just trying to lure people in yeah. because that can happen also and once that happened, then we just put a little bit more colors and ideas to oh. make the group go in the direction that it wants. So, for example, the swim group that you see in there, that we basically co-host that. That's that was that's Dolphin and Rainbow Swim. All of the swim on there is not sponsored by Run At It, but we have people that want to do swimming. And we approached those groups and they said, you know what, we would like you to approach, we would like you to promote and advertise our groups in your app. And uh, we have helped grown the, grow their group because their goals are the same as ours, just to get more and more people active. The Wednesday night Project 305 um, track workout that happens at the same location that we do our own on Thursday, that's also... Uh, it's not a run out sponsored group, but we promote and we help that group to grow also. Because mm. growing that group, growing any group, we're still achieving our goal of getting more people active. Because as I said, if more people are active, not only here in Miami, but across the world, we will be experiencing a whole new world. Because once upon a time, someone asked me, how can you have so much energy after running 12 miles in the morning, right? And I told him, you're thinking of it the wrong way. Because I actually have more energy when I, when, I, when I exercise than when I don't. He's like, no, that's not possible. I'm, and I keep on, and we went back and forth forever. And I'm like, look, you would have to do it to understand what I mean. Yeah. Because like this morning, I run 12 miles this morning. And I'm here with you right now. And I didn't take a nap today. And I worked all day. And I'm going to go to bed at 10. And I do that every day. But some people, if they do that, they will be like, shit, I'm dead. I'm tired. But you end up with more energy if you do it over and over. You, like, improve your ability to do more. Yeah, you have a high stamina, um, which you build. Yeah. So and I'm sharper. And, I'm, and I notice I'm sharper. I'm able to think quicker, talk quicker, function faster when I exercise in the morning than when I don't. And I've, and I've tested myself over 
30 years to see that it does work. And charging up, charging yeah. up every time, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's great, man. I mean, so the next steps, so basically a lot of your workouts on there, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, you're looking to be basically like a search engine for running. Right, so for, of opportunities for running. Yeah, and, active, physical activity, so that, yes. so that you, physical you, activity. You don't even have to run all these events. And obviously, um, we were chatting before, you're like a master of delegation. So you prefer, <laughs> you obviously enjoy that, that other people are leading these groups. You don't have to be everywhere. It, it, I don't want to say delegation. I'm a master of helping people achieve their goals. Okay. Yes, I, I basically make sense out of nonsense. Like if someone... If someone approach me and say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that, I bring them back to reality and tell them where they should start first. Because most people want to start, like, at the top. You see it amongst young, young people all the time. They think when they graduate from high school, they automatically become a millionaire. They're going to have a fancy car and have a big house. And I have to tell them, look, I understand you want all that, but you have to start here. And a lot of them don't realize that they have to start somewhere. They just think they can just, just see it and it happen. Yeah, the steps. I mean, have you ever tried life coaching? I think you'd be a pretty good life coach. Well, I mentor a lot of people, but I don't do it formally. I just give them my input because there's only 24 hours in the day. And I, I can't put into any of my exercise. <laughs> that is a lot of time. That's the thing. It's, it's crazy how much time runners do spend a lot of time, man. That's why I never really started dreaming about the ultra running because, like, it's a little crazy. Like, sometimes you want some people. I mean, I hate to say it, but some people sacrifice family life and they run and and they takes half their life is running. It, it can you can go too far into the running world. Yeah. You know, just when I, did triathlon, when I did triathlon, I I I did put in a lot of time, and that's why I was single for most of my. <laughs> adult life until like maybe 12 years ago when I got married because I, I, I was selfish I didn't want to I didn't want any distraction yeah so you know it is it is a, it is a drug be it careful is, yeah, use no, responsibly the runner's high that's why it's called run addict that's why it's called run addict because yeah. it can be addicting it can be addicting if you get hope you find yourself just showing up, showing up, keep on showing up, and then all the sooner you know it, ten pairs of sneakers later, fifteen races later, you're like, wait, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's the truth, but it's one that you can control, right? And yeah. obviously, it's really good. And it's for you. a good addiction. Yeah, it's a good addiction. But uh, you can take it far. But I, I don't think people, people listening, <laughs> a lot of you out there just have not even started, you yeah. know, trying it out. You know, like you know, yeah. taking a hit here or there from you. Um, yeah. <laughs> come to the yeah. track but like so yeah. I'm excited they just, show up, they just show up at the gathering and just take the little hit and then go back home and then whenever they they, they, they get down off of the high they show up again oh yeah <laughs> I mean once you yeah once you try the track workout it'll be tough but you know you'll you'll come back because you have to yeah uh, you experience that it's an addiction man so <laughs> I hope you'll approve my meeting my, yes. my group and then uh, I, I'd love to leave the Sunday morning 9.30 center of flamingo park um usually you know six miles but anywhere from like three to seven depending on who you want to run with you, at what you realize 9 30 in the summer is really hot in miami right well <laughs> that's why it's not 10 a.m well guess what i i especially run this uh i run this for all the people who enjoy the heat. healthy nightlife basically nice. what i mean is like having fun with friends and, but like Can't going to bed by like one or one a.m two a.m and being able to wake up and then be like, all right, I don't want to lay around hungover. 
I want to go run off all this energy. Got it. Right? That's my goal. And meeting other people who like to do that. So I, nice. I like people let's who wake it. up at like 8.39 and be like, all right, let's run. Because I have all this energy from last night and I don't want to lay around hungover. So that's exactly. kind of my, my motive is why I, I run every Sunday morning at 9.30. So Do you have a name for it yet? Um, it's, it's to be created, but it's Sunday morning healing run. You know, I almost called it Sunday fun day, but like, no, it's, no, that's, it's that's, a Sunday that's, that's morning. That's the simple. It's, right now, it's just going through, going through the names of the different groups in the app, and you see. Is it is it too simple to be on there? Is that yeah. what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's too simple to be on there. You have to make it catchy, like the wind down run, because that's what, what about healing doing. run? It's a, I, it's a, it's truly healing, man. Every time, because because you're I challenge, over. I challenge you to get deeper and think more about it and come up with something better. All right, well, just don't block me until I do that. Leave <laughs> no, it out there. All right, look, yeah, you want yeah, a short yeah, answer? Yeah, yeah. It's a healing run is what it is. So it's very, like, to the point. I, I know you will come up with something more creative. This is so beach. Wind, <laughs> wind down run. Okay, healing run. Like, what's so different about that? Wind down run is, like, people, like, as you heard last Thursday, people are like, oh, where is the wine? That's the hook. So you get something False advertisement, and then, man. And then, okay. No, that's how you do. What? We, what? We, we we all are adults here and we know what they advertise about beer and alcohol is not what it actually do. Okay. It doesn't bring you happiness. It actually causes more damage than good. But you only see the happiness when they show a beer commercial. So that's false advertisement, my friend. All right. You all know right. that. So, you know so that. You're <laughs> so, getting, so some people have glass <laughs> of wine after work. Some people wind down. Yeah, on exactly. The track. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then we have the wake up, shake up, and then we have the hilarious run, which is running up a hill, repeat. So you could come up with something more creative. The wake up run. Wow. Wake up, wake up, shake up. Like you wake up. Right. At five. That's at five a.m. That's a truly wake up, shake up. I let it come. Is it be up at five a.m.? You get it. You get I'll it. I'll get something. Keep on catching. Keep on I don't like forcing it. it, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sunday to Sunday, 9.30, it'll be there. It'll be creative and new, but yes. that's like a key for me is to, to build a community there. Um, awesome, bro. Before we leave, like what's, um, I love bringing it back to like who you are as a character and oh, okay. what's like a good habit that you have like in the morning, like morning habits, because morning habits are key for, for You know, the, the funny thing is I have been doing, I've been a runner for so long and most of my run happened in the morning and most of my physical activity happened in the morning that like as soon as I wake up that's like the first thing I think about I don't even think about like family my wife next to me or anything. I start thinking okay how many miles that I'm going to run today or what am I going to do today that's like the first thought that comes into my head and then everything else comes after so I would say my thing is get my most important asset taken care of first and then everything else can follow because in my opinion my health is my most important asset because if I don't take care of my health I cannot have fun I cannot do anything I cannot do a podcast I cannot hang out I can't do anything if I'm not healthy so I always think of it as get the most important thing out of the way as soon as you wake up and then at least you feel accomplished for the rest of your day. Because you know the most important thing you have to do is taking care of. And Absolutely. that's why exercise in the morning. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, it, basically. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. It is. But it's also like a non, it should be a non-negotiable that you don't have to think about. Um, exactly. And I, well, that's what it is for me. I wish it was a bit easier. I'm still searching. But <laughs> like for, for, like for me, a once a week volunteering session 
that is also like a, a non-negotiable like yeah. healer. It's like, oh, you know, you might have a job where you don't feel like you're helping anybody, but then as long as you volunteer once a week, suddenly like, you, you know, know, I'm not that's that good. bad. That's I'm good. Not that bad. That's good you said that because I felt that way over the the, the the pandemic, and we in that same app, Ronaldic app, we have something called Plugin Three Hundred Five, where once a month, the first Friday of the month at seven a.m., we pick a mile and we clean a mile. So. I don't force anybody to do it because gratitude is something that you either have it or you don't. You either want to do it or you don't want to do it. And we have had a lot more people show up now to basically clean a mile. So if 10 people show up, we clean 10 miles because each person pick a mile and then we go. And in the space of like 45 minutes, we'll clean like 15 miles if 15 people show up. Yeah. It's that simple. No, yeah, that's awesome. People, yeah. I mean, that's a, a, it's a growing yeah. trend. It's a great thing. I, I like helping the homeless too whenever possible. Yeah. But that that during COVID has been a little tough for yes, finding. Some someday yeah. I want to create. There's a few bo- job boards. There's a few boards out there for volunteers. Um, but I want to even make it even easier for people, or, or even like help. You know, we could even host more Let's stuff on the app. Let's um, do it. Yeah. So I mean, it all starts with Let's people just noticing where there's you know improvement possible in the community. Let's do it. And because uh, this is a community based app, it's it's an app that basically break the ice and bring people together and. She, people that have similar interests enjoy doing physical stuff together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, bro. All right, I got a, I got my Spanish lesson right now. I got, <laughs> I got to wrap up, bro. All right, so okay. I'm excited. Nice. Maybe you'll even show up to my Sunday morning healing run. Yeah, uh, but I'll try and brainstorm after all week swimming. after swim. Yeah, yeah after swim because nine. I swim at eight a.m. And what is it done by? I'm usually done by nine fifteen. So if I sprint across. From the beach to the chat. We can wait for you. We can wait for you. All right, I'm so excited because you have a great thing going, a great community in the app. Thank you very much uh, for your invite and to your co-host Matt too. Thank you. Thank you all very much for having me, and I appreciate being part of your um, your podcast. Yeah, Miami. Let me know know when. I mean, challenge is on. Go running. Go check out. Download the Runatic app, and then uh, the link will be in the description. And then come to the especially the the Thursday track run is great. Six p.m. And uh, I'll be there, and uh, that or the Sunday morning run. But there's no excuses. When, when is the app going to be here? The, um, the podcast is going to be here. We can I release it. it every like Wednesday night. Wednesday usually. night. Yeah. Oh, so that's a good segue from the Thursday. Yeah, the Thursday run. Absolutely. I'm going right. to listen to it, get pumped, and get hyped, and be ready for Thursday. All right. See everyone there. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs>